Shivering, Gail wrapped her arms around her waist. She had come up here lots of times with her friends, trying to peek in the windows to catch sight of the vampire's coffin. She'd never really been scared in the daylight. After all, everyone knew vampires were harmless during the day. But now, it was night. Leaning to the side a little, she slid a glance past the man. The interior of the house looked dark and gloomy, just the kind of place where a vampire would live. Feeling suddenly very much alone and more than a little afraid, she took a step backward. The porch creaked under her weight. It was a creepy sound. Gail summoned her rapidly waning courage. Will you come and save my sister? I'm sorry, Gail, Alexander said with genuine regret. But I'm afraid I can't help you. The girl lifted her shoulders and let them fall in an exaggerated gesture of disappointment. I didn't really think you were a vampire, she confessed. But it was worth a try. Alexander watched the girl as she ran down the stairs, headed for the narrow dirt path that meandered through the woods. The path was a shortcut that led to the main road. Courageous little thing, he mused, to come out here all alone, looking for a vampire. He watched her until she was out of sight, until even his keen hearing could no longer discern the sound of her flight and then he closed the door and leaned back against it. So everyone knew a vampire lived here. Perhaps it was time to move on, and yet... Pushing away from the door, he walked through the dark house. It was a big place, old and creaky, with vaulted ceilings and wooden floors and leaded window panes. The house sat alone on a small rise surrounded by trees and brambles. His nearest neighbor was almost a mile away. It was, he thought, exactly the sort of place a vampire might choose to live. It was exactly the reason he had chosen it. He had been comfortable here, content here, for the past five years. But perhaps it was time to move on. One thing he didn't want to do was draw attention to himself. Until now, he'd had no idea people speculated on who or what lived in this house. Going into the parlor, he rested one hand on the high mantel and gazed into the hearth. There was something primal about standing in front of a roaring fire. It answered an elemental need deep inside him, though he wasn't sure why. Perhaps it had something to do with the smoky scent of the wood and the hiss of the flames. Or maybe it was the surging power held at bay by nothing more than a few bricks. He stared into the hearth, mesmerized, as always, by the life that pulsed within the flames. All the colors of the rainbow danced within the flickering tongues of fire, red and yellow, blue and green, and violet a deep, pure white. Moving away from the fireplace, he wandered through the house.
listening to the rising wind as it howled beneath the eaves. The branches of an old oak tree tapped against one of the upstairs windows, sounding for all the world like skeletal fingers scratching at the glass, as if some long-banished spirit were seeking entrance to the house. He grinned, surprised by his fanciful thoughts, and by the recurring urge to go to the hospital and have a look at Gail Crawford's older sister. Hospitals. He had never been inside one. In all the years of his existence, he had never been sick. Forcing all thoughts of Gail and her sister from his mind, he went into the library, determined to finish the research needed for his latest novel before the night was through. It was after four when he admitted he was fighting a losing battle. He couldn't concentrate. Could